This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother, no spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Hello, hello, Caitlin. Oh, hi there. Hello from the Sunshine State? Is that Florida? Yes. It's not California? No, California is the Golden State. Ah, yes. Well, I am not in the Golden State. I am in Florida for a writing conference, but I brought my my microphone all the way here. That's amazing. My suitcase definitely got checked by the TSA. I had a little sticker on it. I mean, it might have also been my, like, gummy vitamins that are, like, I think they look like weed gummies, and I just have them in a plastic bag. But they left them, so... They probably just couldn't prove it. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> good. Yeah? Not too bad. Yeah. Life's, life's good? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. No, it's not awful. It's fine. Good. It's just like it is whatever. Yeah. Life is life right now. Yeah. Um, well, we just had our first live stream of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was on our private Instagram for mm-hmm. Patreon members only. And what did you think of that? So much fun. It was it great, was, right? It was awesome. It was way better now that we have our sliding scale for Patreon and more people can join. Mm-hmm. It was so much more fun getting all kinds of questions from people. Uh, we talked about our favorite burger toppings and in um, preparation for this episode. That was yeah, a great thanks, question. Beth. Great yeah, idea. Um, Chris sat in and, and yeah. was a special guest because we were talking burgers and Caitlin's family eats burgers one to two times a week on the grill, even in fucking January, apparently. Yeah. I, th- I think that's amazing. Like we had burgers last week, Tuesday and Wednesday, like back to back. That's so funny to me. They're just I know so... It is. They're just such a specific point in the year for us, like mm. grilling, because Liz doesn't like to be cold, and I'm not doing the grilling, because we have a big charcoal grill, too. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's summer, and it's got to be, like, the perfect conditions for grilling. Yeah, But Chris, y'all are doing it all year long. Chris likes the cold. Like, he does not yeah. mind cold weather, but um, I do grill as well. I love so it. I've done it in the, in the winter, and it's awful. Yeah. But the we, boys we grill in the it. rain, snowstorms. Like we even have a space with like enough of an overhang so that we can grill when it's raining or precipitating. And do you have? I mean, is it just burgers? Or are you grilling all kinds of shit all year long? Mostly. Oh, burgers? all year. But is it we mostly grill, burgers? Burger? No, we grill most nights. <laughs> we grill so chicken, wild. steak, or burgers. Uh huh. Gotcha. That's like our kind of like our rotation. Pizza every Friday, pizza and salads every Friday night. And we do burgers because it's a quick meal. Yeah. It doesn't take a long time. Yeah. So we'll do uh, sliced uh, russet potatoes, like make homemade Mm -hmm. chips. Mm -hmm. And those take about 20 minutes. We also will grill um, squash too Mm, with the burgers. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's like delicious. It's so good. It's our go to. I had a burger for dinner. It was nothing to write home about, but oh. I figured I should, you know, for this episode. It was fine. Do you know what I mean? But I should have known when they, like, yeah. didn't ask me the temperature I wanted Oh, that it was just yeah. going to be cooked to death. So How do you like your burger cooked? Uh, medium rare. Yeah, same. But in a restaurant, I'll say medium because if you say medium rare, they're going to give it to you rare. Yeah. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. on that? Um, but speaking of burgers, Chris jumped in as our special guest, and he is going to give us the Turner family burger recipe yeah. for our Patreon because it is it is an art, and you've said that he's perfected it. So that's going to be our Patreon recipe of the month. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and the other little bit that I brought up on the Patreon um, – it's a little secret fun that I'm having here in Florida. Um, there's someone with whom I've come in contact that is um, celebrity adjacent. So 
you'll have to check out our so cool our Patreon live streams to find out more about that. But that's all I'm gonna say because mm-hmm. I just want to be cool about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and last but not least, before we get into the episode, congratulations to Caitlin, who has a new little niece. Yeah, I'm an auntie again. Very excited. Yay. It's baby city out here. By the time she actually gets to hearing this, um, she probably won't mind (gasps) that Sarah had her baby. I know. My best buddy who lives out in Vegas, and he looks so much like her. It's like looking at my Wild. best friend. He's, he's such a little sweet. So congratulations uh, to Sarah and Casey. We we both love you so much. Well, their older baby is just like the cute, like the oh, well, photos angel. of him. I know. That- he's such an angel. <sighs> this week we're talking about Best Burger in New York. We got a whole bunch of legendary moments from listeners like you. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five Level members, Russell, Tish, Johnny, and Zet. Thanks to all of our patrons for their support of this show. And now our Patreon works on a sliding scale. That means you give you what you can each month, and you'll receive all the perks that we offer, which includes the monthly private live stream and also Hemium-themed recipes. Uh, So join today for as little as $2 a month. Patreon.com slash Hey Beautiful Pod. This is season four, episode two, Best Burger in New York. It first aired on September 29th, 2008. Our writers are Baze and Thomas yet again. So exciting. And mm-hmm. our director, as always, the wonderful Pam Fryman. So we open with future Ted bemoaning the gentrification of manhattan i said future ted laments the gentrification of new york <laughs> lamenting bemoaning i love it they're so good all these sat words i know um he's talking about how all the fun crappy grungy places of of new york are being replaced um and this is something that's been happening in new york since like the 70s like mm-hmm. Times Square used to be all strip clubs. Seedy, as my G would say. Seedy. I mean, it was not a tourist place. So, wow, what a what a difference. 50 50 years. The 70s were 50 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that insane? That's insane. That's insane. Um, So, yeah, he he starts naming off some of the places that are gone, um, two of which are real. The Elbow Room and Fez were real mm-hmm. places that have both been uh, gentrified. And uh, Fez, in the in the universe of How I Met Your Mother, has been turned into Goliath National Bank. Member of DIC. <laughs> That's the cue for Barney to come in and show off all of his new GNB gear. Because, I love the hat cocked to the side. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what makes him look like the the last round draft pick. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. The and little touches um, like that. And the fucking bag. It's so good. So <laughs> yeah. apparently Ultracell <laughs> bought out GNB but kept the name. So mm-hmm. now it's like another wing of their business. And he's really excited about it. And he tells Marshall that they're hiring in legal. As we know, Marshall's really been struggling to find any kind of job. Mm-hmm. Um, although it doesn't really seem like he was looking very hard until this episode. Cause all of a sudden he's doing the job search like <laughs> yeah. that week. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but before Marshall can talk about getting a job there, Lily butts in as she's wont to do. And um, she says that he's going to be an environmental lawyer. He's not going to be, you know, a corporate stooge. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel like that's pretty, Short-sighted of her, since both of them are sitting not in the apartment that they bought. Yeah, <laughs> that's they're probably drowning. Do you think in Ted made them pay rent? I mean, probably. I don't know because Ted cut them a check. Remember when he sold the that's car? That's true. That's true. He like he gave Marshall the bonus to start fixing the apartment. They got to yeah. get back in that apartment soon. Yeah. It's starting yeah. to be not so feasible. And maybe that's because we aren't watching the episodes back to back to back. But that feels yeah. like a, a dropped plot line. Mm. It does. And 
excuse me if I get extra like writerly while I'm on this episode <laughs> now that I'm down here like but Love what's it. the symbolism of this you know what I mean um but yeah so they need to they need to get into that apartment soon or sell it mm. or whatever's gonna happen because yeah you know what I mean um so yeah Lily's just ignoring the death that the death that they're downing it drowning in because she wants Marshall to be that environmental lawyer that he always wanted to be mm-hmm. um but then we see how hard it is for Marshall to get into the field with this montage of him uh, going to psyching himself up in the mirror before going out on interviews. And he just slowly gets more and more um, depressed as it goes. Yeah, I'm midway Marshall right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm feeling the same. You're at. I'm you're flexible at- on salary. I am willing to compromise, and I'm <laughs> not gonna cry this time. Good like job. literally, I've said those fucking words. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I think. I, I, I really, and I've started off with confident, energetic, focused. Got this. Like I am good at what I do. They are lucky to even have me interview. Yep. Like feeling myself, and then it's. Like, but seriously, like somebody, another district is hiring. And they ask if I'm willing to negotiate five steps below where what? I'm at. What the that's, fuck? That's what they're that's what they're budgeted for, and I'm five steps above. Hey, so, tell them to get booked. Yeah, that I don't shit. know what the negotiation looks like, but I also cry a lot at work. So who doesn't? You know. But you haven't <laughs> you haven't reached big oh. underpants. No, yet. I'm not big underpants, Marshall. Oh. How and we'll we'll talk about underpants radiuses but later. Right, later. Honestly, though, Marshall looked the most relaxed and like at ease at his worst. He was just like, "And hey, you're gonna put on your big underpants and take a nap." Like he, he looked seems, like, "Yeah, you got this." Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's because that's probably the highlight of his day. Sadly, I know. Yeah, so that brings us to September 29th, the night of the burger, which is also the night. That this episode premiered. And I had read something about how that happens a lot in the Himmel universe is that they really line up like premiere dates and things like that with the actual dates that are happening in the show, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So at McLaren's, everyone's hanging out in their usual spot, trying to figure out what to eat for dinner. I hate this dance. I hate it. Oh, my God. And I was saying how awful it must be in New York when there's a million choices. Oh, well, yeah, and I was, that's exactly what I was thinking because, you know, Ted's like, oh, I had Italian for lunch. Every, I, we had sushi yesterday. Like, you don't get that variability <laughs> no. like you do in the city. Right. Um, you know, and so they're trying to figure out what to eat. And poor Robin, <laughs> who very efficiently finished a seven-day cleanse in two <laughs> days, is more than just a little hangry. Yep. And so when they find out that there's a new chef at McLaren's, Robin just very quickly orders five, five of those five burgers because she is done arguing for an hour when they end up eating at the bar anyway. And right. Ted was like, really? You want to eat here? Oh, Ted. You know oh. he always starts it. I know. <laughs> I know. So, you know, Robin hasn't eaten for two days for, for the love of God. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just fucking order something. And... We cut to an hour later and find out find Wendy handing burgers <laughs> out to everybody except Robin. So they did oh. exactly what Robin said they Exactly would. what she said was going to happen. And then she gets the short end of the stick and doesn't get her burger. <sighs> yep. And this happened to me. We had gone to a bar class. And it was night before Thanksgiving, and we were hanging out with a couple of people afterwards, and someone was like, hey, we're going to go to this restaurant bar after, grab something to eat. What are you guys doing? And Chris and I are like, well, we haven't eaten. We were just going to grab, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, you should come. So we end up going to the restaurant like two hours after classes ended. I'm very hungry. Yeah. And we sit down and... The people we were with knew the owners of the restaurant. So they got us in very quickly and whatever. And it was great. Um, And we order and everyone's food comes but mine. Oh, my God. And I had, I drank probably almost a bottle of wine by the time my food came. Everyone's plates had been cleared away. Yeah. (laughs) Like everyone was sort of forced to order dessert. And I like sat there trying to eat my steak quickly because I'm (laughs) hungry. But also everyone wants to go home. Right, right, right. Oof, God, that's the worst. Um, one little really note bad. before we get further into this scene, this is when you need to start watching Marshall because 
you think that when you first watch this, you think that he's just dejected from all the interviews, but he looks depressed there because he has taken the job already. So everything forward is Barney trying to get Lily to be okay with, with Marshall him being working. a corporate lawyer. Yeah. And so Marshall, you'll see that like, like chill out dude and like trying to get him to stop. Yeah. And you'll see, like I said, or like you said, Barney throughout this whole episode is just going yeah. to over and over really build Goliath National Bank up. Yeah. Poor Marshmallow. Poor Marsh. Uh, but anyway, so this turns out to be the best burger in New York. Just like Wendy the Waitress said, this new chef is, has a great burger. Um, you know, it's like a meat Chris. I love what everyone said. Yeah. It's a meat Christmas in Lily's mouth. Ted said it was like an angel from heaven got run through a meat grinder. <laughs> yep. And then Barney's, I always forget, but oh. it makes me laugh the hardest. I want to sew my ass shut. <laughs> I... I have like a chest cough right now, so watching this earlier, I was like dying. Oh my god! That is I my favorite. That might be my favorite line of the episode. I think so too. Yeah. I had, I was doing my notes on Monday. I watched that part and I couldn't handle my life. And I was like, "You have to listen. You have to listen." He was like in the middle of something. I'm like, "Please, just like four <laughs> seconds. That's all I need." And then all I played was, "I love this so much. I want to show my so my ass shot." <laughs> See, I sound like I'm a smoker. God. I know, right? Oh, um, so then we come to Marshall, who is less than impressed. And everyone is bewildered. You know, how can you not think it's the most amazing thing in this life? Because it's just so good. And poor Robin is so hungry. Yeah. And you and like similarly to Marshall watching her, like you see her fade throughout the episode and just like yeah. go crazy. Yep. Um but, you know, when you've had the best burger in New York, Marshall says that everything else just tastes like his grandfather's feet. So <laughs> go ahead and eat the feet. Eat um, but Robin is ever the skeptic and finds it hard to believe that he has the, had the best burger in New York. And it reminded me of Elf, you know, world's best coffee. Oh, yeah. Like, you did it. World's be- yeah. So good. Um, but then there's like all these groans abound as Marshall starts to describe his experience with the best burger mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah, so everyone else knows the story, but Robin doesn't. And it's important that Robin doesn't because she, we find out, has a little bit of a key that sets everything in motion. So Marshall, um, we flash back to eight years ago, and uh, it's the first week that the boys are living in New York City. <laughs> And poor Marshall, since he's from the little town in Minnesota, he's so scared of the, of New York that he has not left the apartment all week. Hmm. And so Ted basically kicks him out and, you know, doesn't let him take the bat with him. So <laughs> once he's out there, he realizes... I got very like, nervous when he tossed that bat back at Ted. I was like, he's going to hit him. Oh, he hits him. Well, other way around. Like someone does get hit with the bat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Marshall realizes the big city isn't that scary after all. And he's just strolling around like a little Muppet, just real excited. And, like a little Muppet. You know? Well, what's the word? <laughs> I love when yeah. he says that. I love when he's like, point. Yeah. And then we start getting all of these visual clues that will be Important. sort of like touchstones later on in the episode that we'll, we'll be able to tell we're in the right place. I love that word, touchstones. Touchstones, right. Yeah, it's perfect. So first, we've got the dude in the fedora at the Your Triple search X is over. Yeah, your search is over. We got girls taking off their clothes. <laughs> um, and we've got the green door with the neon sign that says burger. We've got Regis on the wall. <laughs> Which we think is very specific, right? I love. We think it's oh. a celebrity hotspot. Hotspot? Because <laughs> Regis is on the wall. Did turns I say out, open past 9.30? Turns out Richard, Regis is eating burgers all over the fucking place. Um, just all these little all these little things. The cook with the tattoos. Like there's all these things that even when we, even halfway through when we think it's the right place, we kind of know it's not because mm-hmm. not Something's everything Something's a little off, yeah. Right, exactly. So... Marshall bites into the burger and the world goes slow motion. And we get 
just great face work by Jason Siegel. Outstanding. Just such biting the burger and just the face, the eyes eyes and licking the fingers and just really loving it so much. Looking up at Regis while he's while he's eating the burger. Um, So he just can't wait to get home and tell Ted about this burger. And when he gets back to the apartment, Ted, it turns out, is still a little scared mm-hmm. of the city because he's been sleeping on the couch with a bat, which he had to take away from Marshall before. So little Teddy boy isn't isn't Teddy Westside yet. And Marshall <laughs> comes in and Ted hits him with the bat. And <clears throat> if you watch the blooper reel of this season, you'll see that they barely get through this scene without laughing of Marshall's reaction to getting hit with the bat. So what they got, you can see that Jason is kind of breaking. That's, I think that the best that they could do there. Wow. Um, yeah. But he tells, he, he tells Ted about the burger, but all he says is Ted, this burger. He doesn't say anything about yeah, it. The burger, Ted, the burger. Yeah. And Ted's just like, I want this burger. I know. Just like, is he high? <laughs> like that was such like a, that's, that's true. Maybe he fell asleep paranoid with the, with the bat. And, um, yeah, that's the, the great line. Does, this, does stuff in New York stay open past 930? Oh. Amazing. Blessed. It um, was, like, the sweetest. Because right? you think it's really late. They're like, I Ted's sleeping. It's the middle of the week. I don't know. Um, but they wander around for hours, and they can't find the burger because they just didn't know the city well enough. So it's lost mm. into the sea of, of New York. I want to see, I just found the scene. I was trying to see if there were any sandwiches out on the table. Oh, and and did you notice it's their old couch? Uh, yeah, I the did notice old that. brown leather. So eight years have passed and still no burger. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the super helpful guy who can't help but overhear <laughs> interjects and tells Marshall about the corner bistro. And Marshall, like... You can tell he's off because he has a reaction that is just so not Marshall. Yep. Lily looks a little frightened. Barney looks perplexed. Um, but, yeah, Marshall kind of, like, flies into this rage because, of course, he thought to go to Zagat's number one place. But, no, that's not the not the burger. And then he makes a joke about, you want to know where to go for a great cup of coffee? Shh, Starbucks. <laughs> um, but of course he's tried the Corner Bistro and every other best burger place in New York to forget, to find the burger or to forget about her. Um, and so we see Lily's uh, hair change as we see time pass as they try all these yeah. different places. So they try the Corner Bistro. Um, which is real. Paul's place, which is Paul's to Burger Joint. I've been there. Um, you have? 21. Yeah. How is that burger? Me. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't the best burger, but it was good. I, honestly, Chris's burgers, I love the most. Aww. So, um, he went to 21, which is Burger 21, and then Veggie Heaven. Mm-hmm. And all of them, if you'll notice, have headshots of Regis. So. Right. Not a celebrity hotspot. It's just. <laughs> right. Man but, loves his meat. But I wonder. He was on a quest to find the best burger. I think he, because he had that burger. So he was, Marshall was kind of following in his following. footsteps mm-hmm. unbeknownst to him. And I yeah. said that this is basically Regis's and Marshall's white whale. Oh. That they're both like crisscrossing the city trying to get this fucking burger. Yes. You know? Oh. That is so true. Ted reminds him that it hasn't been all bad because there was a time when they had a break in the case. Right. It turns out that Regis works out at Barney's gym. And when Barney tells Marshall and Ted this, they instantly know what this could mean. And this is years later. They probably don't talk about the burger all the time, but... It reminded me of like, like a... I'm not Scooby-Doo, but just, like, that kind of, like, suspenseful, jokey kind of, like, they look at each other, they right. say, like, one word, and then it cuts right to right. whatever, yeah. you know? Because he was like, oh, the signed picture, right? Yeah. So it just, like, floods back, and they think that they might be able to to get it. So 
Um, they go to the gym, and Regis is putting up serious weight. He is fucking wailing on them pecs. And um, I just I love the storyline of Regis being like this total meathead. Rage, <laughs> I know. Rageaholic. It's so funny. Smashing metal mailboxes right? and shit. It's insane. So he says that, um, yes, that was the best burger he'd ever had, too. So it wasn't just that he happened to be there. Now they know that this burger is haunting. And I think this is when Ted really buys in, right? And and Barney, too. Like, they're both like, oh, shit. Like, this is the real this deal. Is this burger Regis is Regis Philbin, haunting, yeah. Haunting Regis Philbin. Um, but he's pissed because he never wrote it down where it was. And... Um, he like snaps on the guys because he thinks they're they're holding out on him. Blondie, lurch, satchel mouth. Satchel mouth. <laughs> like, like what, what does that even mean? The fuck? Satchel mouth. Oh God. And um he gives Barney his cell phone number so he can get the call if it ever happens. Um, but there's no way. There's just no way to do it, they think. But then all of a sudden. Just as Marshall is describing, the green door with the red neon sign, a light goes off for Robin. Mm -hmm. She has seen this sign. And Marshall's like, oh, of course. I knew it was a numbered street. Bitch, literally all the streets are numbered. I know. It's just so sweet, though. I love him so much. And, of course, Robin's burger comes just in time for them to leave. And so this sets up, before we jump to the next scene, this is me being in my writing workshop. It sets it. up the pro the character problems that we're going to follow through this. Because my the the um, author who's teaching our class right now, he said we would most people would follow somebody who just really wanted a glass of milk, like follow that journey with all the obstacles and stuff until they got that glass. I of love milk. that journey for myself. You know what I mean? I love that journey for myself. Are you watching Shit's Creek? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I convinced. So I, I have watched uh, like season one on my own, but I've been trying to get Chris to be open to watching because I know he'll love it. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. got him to binge three episodes, which is very unlike my husband. Yay. And he's just like, he hates Roland so much. Oh, God. When Who Moira doesn't? slapped him, he like <laughs> hooted and clapped. Good. Oh, my God. Fucking Roland. I know Liz I watched know. Liz watched season uh, a couple of later seasons with me and um, or episodes in a later season. And then I was like, well, maybe we should start all the way over so you can see it from the beginning. And she was like, yeah, but is is David this gay in the early season? Oh. I was like, fucking obviously. <gasps> oh, my God. But my son, you have to, the doors are gone and my son's afraid of moths. <laughs> It's like a milky skeleton, so... It's so fucking funny. It's um, so good. It's so good. But anyway, back to the milk. I love David so... I mean, oh, everyone does, David's obviously. It's not new, but... David's the fucking best. So the milk... He was basically saying that, like, every character needs to have some kind of a thing that they're after. Yeah. So, like, that's what the problem is, right? So now we have what I can see as three problems or things that people want. Marshall wants the best burger. Mm -hmm. Lily wants him to be happy, which we'll see later in more detail. So she's at down for it. Robin just wants a burger or anything. But her story and Marshall's are equally compelling because she keeps getting so close to eating <laughs> literally so anything. It's, it's so sad. It's so sad and so funny. So they really, they really ring her out. it down. It's like, I know Kobe Smulders <laughs> isn't actually hungry, but it just is so upsetting. But she licks the envelope. Oh, my God. They're Robin, on open no. the barbecue. Robin, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I <coughs> So funny. It was so good. All right. Anyway, they go in the taxi. You take it from here. In the cab on the way to the burger place, Lily is super pumped for Marshall to finally get a break. Mm -hmm. You know, he's had so many bad interviews, and this she knows would mean a lot to him. And he yep. really deserves a mouth of meat. Oh God. A mouthful. <laughs> yeah. So Barney busts in with some more facts about, uh, GNB. Yep. Um, 
And Lily tries to tell Barney that working at a bank is lame, but automatic bill pay is not lame, and neither <laughs> is 3.3% APY savings. Yep. So you're trying to convince Lily that it's not that bad. It is, it's cool to work for a bank. Hmm. Oh, man. I know. On the way to the burger place, they realize that um, they, someone should probably call Regis. Barney decides to send a text, though, because he is scared of Regis. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, he's... he's I didn't know he had that side of him. And we cut to Regis hosting a game show called Million Dollar Heads or Tails. And later on the episode, Marshall is also watching this. You'll find uh, more about that. But Mm -hmm. um, I was dying because he was like, all right, whatever the woman's name is, Susan. Like, the one before that was Tails. You pulled the audience. It was split (laughs) 50-50. Because it's fucking, those are the odds. (laughs) That's it. It's 50-50. Always. Um, And so for $258,000, heads or, and then he, his phone goes off and he immediately checks it, which makes me think this is like only for burgers. (laughs) Right? Right? Because why else would he immediately check his phone? It's his burger. He's a professional. It's his burger burner. Burger burner. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that. Um, so yeah, his phone goes off, he sees the message, and he just runs out of there. Um, would you or would you not watch Million Dollar Heads or Tails? I would not. Oh, I could get I could get sucked in. I tried to watch The Circle and couldn't even get through <gasps> the intro. Are you oh man, see, you gotta stay, you gotta you gotta give it a little longer than that. But I'm so like we just don't watch TV anymore. And so, like, it's so hard. I'm just like, I don't. I don't watch TV. Okay, Karen. No, like, I'm not like that. I just, like, I'm so out of touch. Yeah. It's, it, well, they're very young. So you kind of just have to go with that. Some of them are young. Some of them are old. Um, but there's, like, catfishes and shit. I told I you Zoe like and I want to go on there. I know. I see that in the stories. Double catfish. That's what we want to yeah. do. That would be amazing. I'd we want to do a double cross of coming in as a super hot guy, then revealing that we were so shy about ourselves that we are a less hot guy. But really, it's just me and Zoe hitting on all the girls. <laughs> Turning them. Right? And then we show up at the final mm-hmm. dinner. But yeah, um, it's just a fun show. But anyway, I would get sucked into Heads or Tails. You know what I mean? I, if I, like my, I would get sucked into a Great British Bake Off. Ooh, I love that show. That I love. That That's I get nice. sucked into. That's a nice one. Yeah, they're just kind. Yeah, they're so kind to each other. The circle, they're all very nice to each other. It's like... Oh, they are? Oh, my God. It's like... They're like, I would die for you. Like, they are so fucking sweet to each other. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. You got to watch it. All you right. Got, it's real good. It's real sweet. Okay. Yeah, I'm obsessed with them. And they're obsessed with each other. It's really cute. All it's right. like camp, because it's like 15 days, and it's just like pressure cooker you know it's very sweet but anyway all right all right they pull up at the um at the green door with the red sign just where robin said it would be and robin's like i will eat your hand oh i know that poor thing um they get inside it looks similar but the cook is different and there's a server and it's not the same um, so we know we're hopeful, right? We're hopeful that this is the right spot, but I was like, I'm just remembering it incorrectly, right? Because she's kind of got like the tattoo sleeve shirt on, so it like has a similar feel, but it's a little and less... it's like background things that are different that maybe right. you weren't paying attention to very closely, and you right. could convince yourself it's a little bit bigger, but it felt wrong. The Regis photo is somewhere it's, else in the yeah. restaurant, so it's like, what isn't the same, you know? Which is crazy to think about, like, from the set design, Mm. like, doing it separately. Like, how many different sets did they need? It's crazy. And I was wondering, do they have generic, like, diner set that, like, on Mm. studio lots people just use? Oh, maybe. But when they were doing, like, the montage of um, Marshall and Lily at different restaurants, some of it I was just like, this is the same setup as, like, you know, that restaurant or this oh, okay. restaurant. Like just, should... But it it's always, like, very generic with just the wall there. Yeah. And then you can only do it so many ways, I guess. Well, I noticed in um, 
last episode when Barney and Robin are at the bar in that restaurant, it looks like McLaren's yeah. bar. I mean, it looks fancier, but it's pretty yeah. clearly the same bar. Yeah. Like it had the mirror yeah. backing and everything. So um, anyway, um, so they sit down. Again, Robin doesn't get her food right away. So right there, we're like, something's wrong. If this was the real place, then Chitty Robin, that, that problem would also get solved, right? Yes. Um, so everyone loves the burger. Again, you get all these like little jokes about it. Like Rob, Lily's having a burgasm. Barney wants to, you know, take it home and just fool around a little bit. Wasn't to some Terrence Trent Darby. Yeah, just take Wishing things slow. Wishing well. Take things slow. But according to Marshall, it's not it. And mm. Ted decides to finally say, maybe this is the burger, but you have remembered it with way too high of an expectation and it just can't live up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robin, silly Robin. So foolish. So foolish, says, it's just a burger. Just a burger. Well, it turns out this speech that Marshall does, which is maybe his best in this whole series. Agreed. I, it always, it sounded within within reason that Carter and Craig could have come up with this on their own, but it is based on a speech from the movie Amadeus. And if you haven't seen Amadeus, it's a fucking great movie about, it's about Mozart and about Mozart's rival Salieri, who's this other uh, composer. I was just telling Jack how we have to watch it because it's, it's on our hundred bucket list movie. Oh, poster. really? Yeah. That's I'm pumped. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, but at the end of Salieri's life, he's realizing that he just never had it like Mozart mm-hmm. had it. And there's this whole monologue about Salieri talking about Mozart's music. And so that was the basis of this um, this speech that Marshall gives about the angel's, was it the angel's breast as the fucking yeah, like a sesame freckled breast of an angel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the bun, from like a sesame freckled breast of an angel, resting gently on the ketchup and mustard below. He even has like an accent, exactly. swirling around in your mouth, he breaking apart like and combining again in a fugue of sweets and savor. So delightful. Yep. This is no mere sandwich of grilled meat and toasted bread, Robin. This is God speaking because to us in food. Through food. <laughs> so fucking good. I mean, after after he does all that, Robin, of course, uh, Lily is like, and you got our vows off the internet. And some people think that that's a continuity error because we heard Marshall's vows and they were from the Mm. heart. But we don't know if those were the vows that he did at their actual big wedding Mm -hmm. because they didn't have their vows with them. So Um, Marshall at this point kind of snaps Mm -hmm. because he thinks that, I mean, there, there can't be another place like this. Like this is... We got so close, and it's not it, so I must be insane. And he kind of just wanders out of the restaurant. Mm. And Robin, much like Ted, is like, this isn't just about a burger. And Lily finally says, Marshall's not doing so well, guys, which I think is really sweet. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Ted says, tell her about the underpants. And Robin says, what about the underpants? Which is a Ghostbusters reference (laughs) to the Twinkie. And um, then we get um, a lovely flashback about the underpants radius. Mm -hmm. So we start seeing Marshall going further and further and longer and longer without putting pants on. So first it's like a whole day he doesn't ever put pants on. And then, you know... Slowly, he starts going further outside mm-hmm. the normal underpants radius, which, according to Ted, is bedroom to bathroom. But before long, he's going outside and fully to restaurants in his fucking boxers. Yeah. And I loved that cut back to the veggie restaurant where we get to see just like a couple more frames. Uh huh. He stands up, we're going. And we're- he fucking walks off with his boxers on. So excellent. Um, 
Barney it's such again. a good reveal, like, to bring you back to that. Right. Bring it all back to the burger. And yes. Like, oh, God. It's such a perfect episode. So it is. Barney chimes in again, because Lily's sitting there, and sings what sounds like a beautiful, supportive <sighs> song at first. And Robin's like, huh. And then he fucking ends Put with. Put me on your side. <laughs> oh, my God. So he ends it, of course, member FDIC. And the best part. At this point. He sang it so earnestly. I know. And that's why it it wasn't until it was too late that they realized it was a fucking jingle. I know. um, This is where Lily fully gets on board with Marshall's journey of the night because Mm -hmm. he needs this win so bad. And um, she is desperate and she asks the waitress if she, if they changed cooks, if there's something different about this place. And. She said, oh, yeah, we're actually modeled after a place uptown. And they give, her the, they give her the address. And, of course, Robin's food arrives just in time for them to run off. Ugh. Poor Robs. So I felt so hungry. Right? For her. I feel hungry now thinking back about it. I know. It's like we know she's not hungry. So what the mm-hmm. fuck? Right. So, yeah, they're back in the cab before Robin can eat. And she's just looking worse and worse, like looking out the window. And Barney gets a call from Regis, who then crushes a newspaper, metal newspaper box with frustration, like with his fist. Like (laughs) Hulk smashes it. I love it. Further scaring Barney because he tell Barney has to tell them that they're not downtown. They're going uptown. So he says he'll meet them there in 20 minutes. And Marshall's looking out the window and he yells, stop the cab. And so, like Kate was saying, this is when we get those touchstones from before. So Marshall gets out of the cab and things start to look kind of familiar. And then you hear that voice. Your search is over. Kind of letting us, the audience, know and Marshall know, like, your search is over. Not just that, like, girls are taking off their clothes, but they have found the best burger in New York. Yes. And Marshall's so excited, he realizes that this is it. And we look, and it's a fucking Goliath National Bank ATM. Ugh. One of 9,000 convenient locations. Right. And it's like, we kind of forgot about the foreshadowing that future Ted did about gentrification. Yep. Like, this was coming the whole time. But we completely so forgot about that from the from the focus on the burger quest. And we mm-hmm. totally forgot that the point of this episode is that shit gets fucking gentrified. Now, if this wasn't a comedy, it probably would have stopped there. But luckily. Right. But, but it doesn't. Luckily, there's a little more irony and then it pays off. Yeah. <clears throat> so Lily is livid because Marshall needs this and she was on a fucking mission and thought they were so close. So she's feeling some of that frustration I think Marshall had been Mm -hmm. feeling. And she starts slapping the shit out of Barney. Yeah. Screaming about how GNB sucks. She will never use a GNB ATM. It's the worst bank. You hear that, New York? She's going on and on and on. And Barney finally breaks. He's like, Marshall, will you tell her already? Yeah. So we find out that Marshall took the job at GNB, and that's why Barney's been going on and on about it. So Lily would think it was a great place, too. And um, Marshall realizes that, like, while he wants to be an environmental lawyer, this is a good job, and it will pay the bills. And it gives him a sense of purpose, a reason to put his pants on. Right. Yeah, because he wasn't – we thought he was just depressed about getting this, like – lowering himself for this job but he's kind of excited about it and he was kind of more just worried about telling lily like he was dreading yeah. that yeah because he had seen how she had reacted even before right you know when he was first out of law school and had taken the job the you know didn't take the nrdc job right <clears throat> but he realizes he has his whole life to save the planet but not really right greta <laughs> right. and uh and you know what? He just, he's pretty excited to just wear pants. Yeah. He's just excited to work. And meanwhile, we have Robin in the background who has found chips from the garbage. And Robin, no. Yelling at <laughs> like she's a fucking dog. The barbecue, I wasn't open. Poor Robin. 
Marshall, you know, gets real serious and talks about how that burger was a lifetime ago, you know, when he was 22. He had his whole future ahead of him. And he thought maybe if he had that burger one more time, feel that way again, he'd be able to check that off the list and grow up and just take the job working at the stupid bank. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was thinking about that, like, 22 is a fucking lifetime ago. Uh, yeah. Oof. Right before I met Chris. It was a long what? ass time ago. Yeah. Like, I don't even know who that person was. Right. And and so this burger is kind of like the Fiero, where it's like mm-hmm. another little thing that was sort of kind of anchoring him, but also a memory yeah, like- of, a, of a simpler time. And luckily, he'll be able to have this burger whenever he wants now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to say goodbye to it, but it it's sort of like a comfort, you know, yeah. that he's found again. Right. Um, and so that man with the fedora and the flyer mm-hmm. pops up. Yeah. And he hasn't aged today. I wrote, I love his complexion. I know, right? Eight years. Um, and says, it actually didn't close. They just moved. And I want to know why that bitch at the other place didn't fucking know that shit. Right? Unhelpful. I yeah. love that this guy stood there and listened to them all panic about it. So he's like, oh, I can charge them some money for this. Yeah. Get, yeah, so get he your says, paper. He'll tell them where it is for a hundred bucks. And soon they realize, like, Robin's like, 100 bucks, that's crazy. She licks the envelope. Says the woman licking the deposit yeah. envelope. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously the only option. The group quickly realizes it, but nobody has any cash. Uh-huh. And only there were a quick and easy solution right the here. Life National Bank. Member FDIC. <laughs> <laughs> And so everyone turns to face the ATM and get the $100 to pay the man with the flyers. Yes. And 20 minutes later, they're all sitting in the restaurant being served by the cook we remember. Mm -hmm. It's smaller. It's the right place. We know it is. And Robin has her food at the same time as everybody else. Yep. Because this guy knows what he's doing. Exactly. And Ted... Ted warns him, warns Marshall to, you know, manage his ex- expectations. But at the yeah. same time, we know everybody is just hoping that this is the burger Marshall's been dreaming of and that it, mm-hmm. it isn't, that it's what he remembers it to be because he needs this win so much. And so he bites into it and everyone waits and he says, this is it. And... Everyone's so excited. He says it's exactly the same. And um, they all get down to it. And we find out that Marshall got up the next morning, put on pants, and went to work. So we get a quick little scene afterwards where we again again get all the reactions as everybody (laughs) eats the burger. And I love that they're so descriptive and, like, odd Right. You know, like it's not exactly like I want I want to sew my ass shut. I would not have expected that. Right. I've heard that, but like oh, yeah, it's so just funny. Good. I love that one. So Lily I love, so she wants tiny fitted sheets and she wants to crawl into the bun and get all cozy and die. I know. I used to think she said and just lie there. But no, she says die, die there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says die there. Yep, Robin just wants the burger inside of her. Yep. Barney says it feels so good. He's worried he's going to get the burger pregnant. And then Marshall says if he does, dibs on the delicious burger babies. So sweet. And then, yeah, right? Then we see Regis, who declares it isn't it, and starts to walk away. And after a second, realizes this is it. And everyone <laughs> cheers. And I feel like that credits. was his idea. Yeah. Because it was kind of like a corny 90s joke. Like, yes. we all know this is the burger, Regis. It like, was this very, isn't it. Right. Like, oh, what do you mean, Regis? This is it. <laughs> you know, it's like uh-huh. a little psych moment, uh-huh. right? That to, right? Me fe- that to me felt like it might have been Regis's idea. Um, yeah. Because so, it was dated. Because it was a dated kind of joke, yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to point out. Well, something, uh, I just remembered it. I was doing some research. So, Regis Philbin has a daughter... JJ. Okay. Who's married to Mike Schur, the creator oh, of, like, The Good Place. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Isn't it? I love that. Yeah. 
Um, what did you think of this episode? Do we uh, oh, it's need... a great episode. It's Come a, on. It's a highlight of season four, I think. It's so Oh, good. for sure. I mean, season it's four is excellent. solid, but oof. It really is solid. And, and, you know, season two, people, it was a great season, but season four is much better. Best burger in New York? Come on, friends. Come on. I mean, just like the, like we're talking about, the structure of it, the the payoffs and the buildup and the tension and the irony and yeah. the fucking journey, the quest. The quest. You can't fucking beat a quest. It's just how no. it is. Oh, my goodness. All right. So Let's, fucking good. Yeah, so fucking good. Let's get into our legendary moments. Woo-hoo. And remember, our patrons get their emails read in their entirety. You can become a member of our Patreon at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. $2 and up gets you everything you want. So our first one... We do group some of these together if you are not a Patreon member. So Amy, Abha, and Jeff all loved Marshall describing the burger itself. Um, and also Lily saying, you, and you got your vows off the internet. So <laughs> solid one. And I'm actually going to share the video of the, the Salieri monologue on, on Twitter. So look for that. Claire writes in to tell us that her legendary moment is the development in Marshall's pep talk before he goes on job interviews. <laughs> yeah, that You're was not gonna cry this time. <laughs> I felt so seen. Right. All right. First up is uh, for our patrons is Lisa. And Lisa says, hi, ladies. This episode is a classic. It's hard to choose a legendary moment, but I would have to say that it's Barney plugging GNB on Marshall's behalf just to make Lily accept the business. I stand by what I said last week. I love their friendship. He is the number one Marshall and Lily fan. That's true. And Lily is the number one Barney and Robin fan. It's so cute. And mm-hmm. as a vegetarian, I find it hilarious that Lily was into the veggie burger, but Marshall <laughs> shot it down automatically. Story of life whenever I give a recommendation. Oh, and Robin's butt food gets an honorable mention because food is life. Have a great week. Good ones, Lisa. Tish, another one of our patrons, writes in and says, Hey, K&K, the opening scene with Marshall going on all the job interviews and getting depressed. It rings so true to my life right now. Right now, post grad life is hard. Oof, oh, yeah. hang in there, Tish. I hear you. So true. My legendary moment is how hungry Robin is, but her burger coming last every time, except for at the <sighs> end when it counts. Also, three burgers in one night, I would get so sick. Regards, Tish. Well, at our house, the, I think the gentleman would be very excited because we went to at the past couple of uh, swim meets my son's had. We've gone to Five Guys after, and they each get a double burger, and then. They get another burnt one and they split it. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> Monsters. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next one comes from Matthew. And Matthew says, Hi, K&K. I've been a podcast listener for a few months after going back to listen from the beginning. And now that I've caught up, I decided to start supporting the podcast on Patreon. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. So I'd figure I, I figured I'd send in my first legendary moment for Best Burger in New York. For me, it has to be Barney's GNB song. It never fails to make me laugh <laughs> and makes use of Neil's legendary singing abilities. And the member FDIC kicker at the end is just a wonderful final punchline. Thanks for all you do. The podcast always entertains me, and I'm so happy the HB family exists. Keep up the great work and stay awesome, Matthew. That's so nice. Aww. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah. Our next legendary moment is from Jordan. Hey, y'all, it's Jordan. I'm not going to lie. I've never had the same love for this episode that so many Him Yum fans have, but I still enjoy it and picked a legendary moment from it. I want to know why you don't like it. I know. Please tell us. It's so good. Uh, I know. It's okay. My legendary... It's okay. It's okay. Just I'm just curious. My legendary moment is when the guy behind their booth intrudes on the conversation and Marshall <laughs> goes off on him. My favorite part is the shooing away hand motion Marshall does after he says, you want a good cup of coffee? Starbucks. It makes me laugh every time and we rarely get to see a rude, frustrated Marshall. Lots of love, Jordan. So true. Mm-hmm. Marshall has had it with the city and their recommendations. <laughs> uh, next up is, oh, this is the last one. Susan. Yeah. Susan's uh, legendary moment was at the end when Regis declares, this isn't it, and everyone groans, and then he's like, wait, this is it. He absolutely kills it in this episode. So true. He is so good. 
He is very good. He really committed to the bit. Yeah, he knew exactly what us, the viewers, wanted from Regis Philbin character and, like, right? spun it on its head. Like, I knew to expect, like, an intense kind of, like, ah, oh, kind of guy, yeah. but, like, the body building aspect like oh so far into it yeah i looked up a little bit about satchel mouth so satchma was the was um louis armstrong's nickname yeah right it came from satchel mouth oh and some people said that it was because he had a large mouth but then someone said also the term satchel mouth is just because your mouth acts like a satchel or your you know what i mean like you open your mouth like a satchel oh bag Okay. Stupid. Because <laughs> a satchel's like a bag. Yeah. Right? Like a bag mouth. Yeah, like a flap. It has like a flap on oh, it. Oh, I like see. Your mouth. Shut your fucking flap. <laughs> yeah, satchel mouth. Satchel mouth. <laughs> um, all right. You're so such what a was, ham. What was your legendary moment? Uh, I think overall just the food adventures mm. that Lily and Marshall go on because that is something – Chris and I have done. We have even traveled for burgers, if you believe it. that. Yeah. Um, we even, one of the trips we did is when we went to visit the Wesleyan campus. Oh, that's right. There's a burger place over there. That's right. Yeah. Wait, um, we didn't talk about our favorite burgers. Finish your legendary moment, then we'll talk about our favorite burgers. Duh. Duh. Um, yeah, so that that was my legendary moment because I see Chris and I in that. And it's one of my favorite things that we do, like to get the two of us together and the three of us as a family. Oh, that's um, nice. We love to eat and we love finding good food. But also, I love this burger so much, I want to sew my ass shut. Sew my ass okay. shut is 100% my legendary yeah. moment. That's like the best line of this episode. Um, oh, for sure. Best burger you've ever had. Oof. Besides your husband's burger. Best burger people can go and buy. I think the Boston Burger Bar mm. Company or whatever, really like that burger was yeah. very delicious. Yeah. How about for you? Dutch Tavern, New London, Connecticut. I still have never Bitch. had a burger there. It's not a it's not a burger place. It's not even a food place. They have like three things that you can get, and they still have glass bottles of Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And you can get red or white wine. That's like That's it. Yeah. Not like a kind. Nope. nope. And um, my mom moved to New London when she was fresh out of college. So she and her friends hung out at the Dutch. And um, it's just the best fucking... It's still the best burger. And whenever we're in Connecticut, we, we try to go there. And it's just a cheeseburger with fried onions. Mm. And it is so fucking good. It's just so perfect. No nonsense. No nonsense. No no lettuce, no tomato. It is just burger, cheese, grilled onions, bun. Louis' lunch in mm. New Haven, which credited with the first hamburger, is toast, a burger, onion, cheese, tomato. That's all you can get on it. Yeah. Um, Connecticut's got good burgers, guys. Don't sleep on mm. don't sleep on the Stepford town, let me tell you. Yeah, you know what? I have to agree with that. We do have good burgers. There was a burger um in Manhattan, uh in like the broad like the theater district. It's a French restaurant, I can't remember what its name is. Mm. But I went there and had the French onion burger because I love French onion soup. I have heard of it. Hang on, let me look it up. I've had it twice. Yeah, I feel like you've told me about it. But it's on an English muffin, which is interesting. Ooh. And the burger is like Oh. Is it the French onion uh, soup burger? Yeah. At Le Rivage? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Le Rivage, R-I-V-A-G-E. My friends took me there for my birthday and to see Book of Mormon, and I ordered French onion soup <gasps> for appet- my appetizer and then the French onion soup burger. <laughs> what did I call it before? Did I say French onion filet? No, you said French onion burger. Oh, I did. Because yeah. that's my other favorite thing. It, um I had gone to a restaurant and it was a filet in French onion soup instead of like a thing of bread. Ooh. It was Holy out shit. of this world. That's incredible. Oh, and we wanted to ask because Beth had the question of what are your favorite oh, toppings? Yeah. I mean, I love fried onions like on that burger, but I also really love um, barbecue sauce on a burger. Mm. That I think that's my fave. 
I mix it up all the time. Yeah. Well, you it's eat like whatever. However, burgers. I'm feeling that day. You eat huh? so many burgers. I know. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. So we do eat a lot of burgers. It's good though. I, I mean, I love them, but not definitely not as much as Chris and Jack. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you back here in two weeks for I Heart NJ. So make sure you send your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com so we can read them on the show. If you loved this recap and you haven't done so already, a completely free and easy way to help us is to leave us an iTunes review. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Stitcher. We are now on Stitcher as well. Um, So you never miss one of our recaps. And we hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. <laughs>